0: Comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network.
1: A Minnesota man was shot in the leg after his hunting dog jumped into his boat, accidentally setting off the weapon. I say accidentally, but shortly after the incident, a duck was seen giving the dog $20. (laughs) episode 341.
2: The move with the rebel base will be in range in
3: 30 minutes, 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss
2: my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five minute argument or a full half hour?
3: You have 30 minutes to move your car, your car. You have 30 minutes to move
1: your cube, your
0: cube. You are listening to A Half Hour Wasted. Tonight's episode, Who...
3: I can't talk right now because I'm using Aereo. Oh, what's that, you ask? Aereo? Well, it's just this internet service that allows me to watch over-the-air television on the internet. That's right, Aereo, A-E-R-E-O dot com. It just started nice. here in Dallas, and I love it. In fact, I can watch an episode of The Simpsons right now. Can you I watch on-demand you know
1: stuff? Uh, no. no. No, what That's you're watching is it's in syndication on it's some syndication, local channel? Right. Okay. Is it going to kill you
3: No because the uh, chances Are because the choices are limited yeah. okay. and, uh, It's just over the air Stuff but um, you know If you want to watch no! a sporting event or something like that I mean you can pause it Like a DVR no, You can I record do. stuff like a DVR It's just over the net It's, uh, it's slowly rolling out to major cities Atlanta has it New York has it. Boston has it. I even think Salt Lake City has it. Can you watch it
0: on the TV at home?
3: Uh, if you have a Roku box, yes.
1: There's oh, okay. a guy who knows how to market.
3: <laughs> now I've been struggling with over-the-air television with an antenna. <clears throat> okay, uh, just a uh, essentially glorified rabbit ear. Yeah, I have uh, a, um, um You know, I actually plug in this antenna, and I can get signals. But like it's raining tonight. Yeah, I could tell you right now, I wouldn't be able to get over the air. You can say that again. <laughs> But That just uh, hurts. Aereo, man, TV on demand, that's where we're headed. That's incredible. And so it'll let you actually record shows and stuff. Correct. I can look through the guide. In fact, I've already set up the kind of shows yeah. I want to Sweet. see. Yeah. All the Simpsons, uh, How I Met Your Mother, mm-hmm. sporting events. Right. Um, Lucky. <laughs> and uh, a couple of channels that are premium to it, like Bloomberg News. Yeah, it's a news news channel. Yeah.
1: What? You, you would Oh, that was the wrong one. Darn it. Should have been this one. What?
3: <laughs> you would you wouldn't normally get that over the air, but Bloomberg kind of says, "Hey, this seems kind of cool." Well, uh, Michael Bloomberg
0: happens to own 31 billion dollars. So, mm-hmm. he can probably what? afford to prime the pump a little bit, if you know what I'm saying. I think you know? I know what you're saying. Maybe uh, you know, maybe some Arios uh, fall off the back of a truck
3: uh, <laughs> in there. You know what I'm saying, huh? So, I'm telling you guys, this is the, uh, I'm so excited about the service. I'm glad it's here in Dallas. Uh, I'm going to drop Hulu because of this.
1: Here's because, a guy who knows how to market.
3: <laughs> really? Yeah. Hulu does have a lot of stuff that you can't get over the air, but that's mostly what I was watching was over the air stuff. You know, I would see, okay. I would watch last night's New Girl or last night's Mindy's Project. Right. Or, and, and stuff like that. And they didn't have any CBS shows. CBS doesn't like TV on demand unless you go to their website. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's my <a fat> guy <laughs> guy's got a good laugh well, Wasn't that funny <laughs> But um, yeah So Aereo A-E-R-E-O I got my, dot com
1: I got my email that it was Up and running and available
3: um, You know with the advantage of something like cable You know cable's going to give you more channels And you're definitely going to have more premium stuff With that of course uh, But you know this essentially I would say I'm buying a DVR with this service, I'm, I'm renting a DVR an over the okay. internet DVR, but no, it's it. only over the air channels. Right. Was it so, quite Was it quite costly? Uh, Eight dollars a month. Oh,
1: is there uh, hardware involved?
3: Hey, uh, you can use your computer or Roku box. When yeah, we, okay.
1: When we talked about this on an, an earlier episode, mm-hmm. we had kind of gone through what some of the plans were Uh are you doing a monthly deal instead of a i just went yearly i just you did a yearly thing i just flat out did yearly so you just said it was what eight bucks a month right i think if you do it month by month it's Mm -hmm. was it 12 12? yeah Yeah. you can even if
3: you wanted to rent just a couple of hours at a time so it might
1: be worth trying it you know 12 bucks for a month just to see yeah you know if it's um let's see what do we have here we've got NBC, oh, CBS. Here. I can go
3: through it right now. Fox, Fox, NBC, CBS, all the major ones. CBS. We have a lot of syndicated uh, channels like CW. We can watch Arrow. Uh, yeah, twenty one uh, channel twenty one. That's a lot of syndicated stuff, but yeah. it's local sports. Uh, something called Cozy TV, which are older shows like Magnum PI. I think we actually SD can. Stuff. We get a Telemundo feed also, don't we? <laughs> yes. Uh, Thank goodness! Something called <coughs> and the Univision feed. Something called Movies Movies, which they show a lot of movies from the '60s. I
2: think you do understand English.
3: Antenna TV. Something called Me TV. Uh, well, Bounce TV.
2: Bounce TV,
3: which is a TV devoted to kids, an all-weather local weather network.
1: See if I if I did this, I wouldn't be able to watch Walking Dead. I wouldn't be able to You'd watch Comedy to give Central. That. You'd have to give up that.
0: Um, yeah, see, I, I can't live without uh, the local Fox Sports affiliate. and
3: Yeah, if that's really important to you, sports stuff.
0: Yeah, NFL Network.
3: And, now, of course, there's stuff like, Brad, you like Walking Dead, and yeah. I like Breaking Bad. The way I watch my Breaking Bad is I just buy that episode on Amazon and watch mm. it the next day. Okay. So I do pay for it. It's only 2 bucks an episode. There's only
1: six episodes. It's so much easier to buy well, things Piecemeal like that, like yeah. we were talking about with music. Yeah, paying eighty eight cents for a print song instead of eleven ninety nine. I'm just, album. I've always been so wrapped up in the concept that
0: you buy an album, not a single.
1: You know. Well, I, I would rather buy, you know, Walking Dead season three Blu ray set instead of. Because okay. it's going to have extras, it'll have commentaries, yeah. stuff yeah. like that, you know, when you buy one episode. I tell you what. You know what's weird, though, with Aqua TV Show Show mm-hmm. and its previous incarnations?
0: It's the greatest open in the history
1: of television, <clears throat> by the way. I've been buying, I bought a season pass on iTunes mm-hmm. the last several, well, the last three years for that show, even though I knew I'll eventually buy the DVD, they haven't put any of them on Blu-ray, but you whenever know. they put them out on DVD, I'll buy those, but... I just wanna be able to watch them, like whenever want. I want, you know. So I've purchased that that season pass. And you know, that's that's rare that I've done that.
0: Now how it, much is an episode of a fifteen minute long show? Actually what, an eleven minute long show. Well let me open up the iTunes and I'll see what the I mean it's not two bucks an episode, I'm hoping.
1: I'm betting ninety nine well, cents. <clears throat> I'm I think it's more than that. Let me let me just call it up here. Talk about Can you get else. it on, on uh, Amazon Prime? I don't know. I'll
3: I'll look for Amazon Prime while you look at that.
1: Aquatine, <clears throat> um, and it was only the last couple of years that they've started doing high definition versions of Aquatine. Um, seasons one, two, three, and four standard definition are twenty bucks. Having said that, season one had like eighteen episodes okay sixteen sixteen episodes, and the last three years or so, there have been ten episodes per season okay um let's see we got aqua teen no aqua something you know whatever in high definition twenty four dollars for that season, and there was only Ten episodes. Wow! Yeah, let me see. Now
3: on Amazon,
1: standard um, definition is um, I think it was twenty. It looks it's it's around twenty bucks for the standard definition. Um, for ten you know eleven minute episodes, you know they they charge what they want, and unfortunately, I'll pay. More than <laughs> I, I should for Aquatine. So uh, well, yeah. Aquatine
3: on here. I'm looking at season one, season four, season two. Uh, a buck nine nine in episode, mm. yeah. or a season Nine-nine-nine?
1: Yeah. Can you download them and keep them? That I don't know. See that's you can with the iTunes. Yeah, these are. I'm looking at uh, one of the best episodes of Aquatine comes up on the list. Um, Video Ouija uh, two dollars. Dollar ninety nine. Um, they have uh, high definition versions for three uh, two ninety nine for the for an episode. Wow. Yeah, I mean when you think about it, eleven eleven minutes. They're they're making money. That's pretty pricey for yeah something that's barely ten minutes long. Yeah, but you know what? I love that show so much. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy it. And it's like I said, it's rare that I would do that. But oh wow, season eight of Aqua Teen Hunger Force for high definition is $27.99. I wonder how many episodes it had. Better have more than 10. It had 12. Golly. And you know what? With an with a animated thing, I don't need high def. You know what I mean? Yeah. This, this ain't Pixar. It, it would you know be, I mean? yeah. It would be uh,
0: nice, but uh, you're right. It's not man. It's not Mando with uh, animation. Mm-mm. That's
1: too bad. It ain't Pixar.
3: Let's see. Uh, you can download and watch Amazon Instant Video content on your PC using the Unbox Video Player. To download the Unbox Video Player, go to this link and download the
1: Unbox Video Player. There's, it says on PC though, so I there's guess the, probably a way to. There's... I've done it before. There's a way to... You know, like, when I... The only drawback to downloading, to purchasing these from iTunes is that I can't put them on my phone and watch them, because mm-hmm. it's an Ooh. Android. It's not an iPhone. Really? Yeah. Um, Should I have known that? Uh, I don't know. Hmm. Uh, okay. All right. Although, you know what? I haven't, I haven't actually tried that since... App, uh, since Apple has kind of loosened its restrictions on uh, DRM, I don't know if it still would behave that way. Okay. God
3: tells me
1: no. But there, I, it's, it was a pain in the butt, but I found a way to convert early episodes of Aqua that I purchased that had DRM mm-hmm. into different uh, files that I could actually play on my phone or nice. on my computer without being associated with iTunes. Okay. Um, but I think I like that. That's idea. the only drawback that I can think of, other than the price. All right, I, it's a guilty pleasure. I I just love that show. Yeah.
3: And so. it it really just depends on how you want to watch television. You know this this service in the Dallas area. It'll be great when you want to watch a sporting event. But like you, and you you know you have to be somewhere. But. You just want to watch it on your phone or something, or on your iPhone. Can you watch it on your, on your phone? Uh, they have they don't have the Android app till later this year.
1: Okay. Yeah, I like my new schedule puts me at work on Sundays from one to nine, so that wipes out any noon or three o'clock cowboy games for me. Or
3: evening evening. I mean, depending mm. on when
1: you get home. Yeah, the Cowboys played evening a couple of weeks ago, and I was able to watch the last half. I didn't get to see the first half, mm-hmm. so. With something like this, if my works uh, IT department hasn't blocked that <laughs> website, I can't get to HHWLOD.com mm. at, the, at my DHL job because really? it comes up as games. Whoa. I guess because we've got references to video games on yeah. our website. This, would, want, be, this oh, would be video okay. streaming. Can you get uh, YouTube? You know, obviously, what's funny is that they harp daily. Okay, weekly. No video streaming right. during working hours. No audio streaming during working hours. Uh, but YouTube is available day and night. Mm. So they could totally block
3: that and take care of that.
1: Yeah, I don't know why they haven't. That's Probably weird. Probably because the higher-ups like their YouTube,
3: Yeah, I guess.
0: Okay. That's still shocking. I worked at a place where they uh,
3: said no, uh, no streaming.
0: Like bandwidth doesn't really cost that much in the big
3: scheme of things. But. Yeah. I think here I think it's more about traffic flow through than no, it's not probably. not so much your your you're using up res well, you're using up the resources of how big that pipe is that they have. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. Um before we move on to other things, I recently and Bill, you'll like this, I recently started getting into Doctor Who. Yay.
1: Doctor Who oh. hey. I'm the Tardis. Doctor
0: too. Who. Hey. Hey. Um, Speaking of YouTube,
3: so I have been watching uh, the the series that came back. I think it was two thousand and five. Okay, and that was kind of the new revamped series, and I really like it. I'm about halfway through that series, and cool. I've been slowly watching classic episodes too. Nice. And for Cla- anyone who, Define classic. Uh, the first the first series uh, back in 1963, Ooh. the black and white
1: episodes. I was just about to say color.
3: Yeah. Uh, I just watched my first color episode last night on the classic stuff.
1: Mm. Crazy. Uh, uh,
3: which uh,
0: Was it uh, John Pertwee or which doctor?
3: Well, uh, they have all of them. So I'm kind of going through. I've, I've seen the first doctor, okay. the second doctor, and I'm on the third doctor now.
0: Yeah, yeah. So John- I, don't, I don't know the actor's name. His, His name is it. John Pertwee.
3: John- Yes. And for those who, who don't know out there, Doctor Who, British sci-fi show, start off low budget. It's been around forever. And one of the one of the deals with it is that the uh, the Doctor uh, periodically regenerates. And he becomes, while well, he is the same person, he looks different and he has a new personality. Does he smell different? And he smells different, too. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is a way to keep the series going with... New actors all the time So the show It's the same character But he looks different Every few years Genius Kind of a genius idea Well it's yeah. funny is,
0: is you, Do you think that uh, You know James Bond You know that might, That franchise Might have invented the idea of We can carry on With a different actor Yes It's kind of the same thing But Doctor Who started that uh, Doctor Who started in uh, 1963, in late late 1963. So we're coming up on its fiftieth fiftieth uh, anniversary. Um, in fact, that fiftieth anniversary is going to be on, uh, uh, gosh, November something or other. I don't have it right in front of me. So you,
3: you know what I what I did learn too is that a lot of these early episodes mm-hmm. do not exist; they are lost. Yes, you they know why? Go- um yeah, the BBC well, has a clean they just need to get rid of they had a policy
0: material. that they would just get rid of stuff that was 5 years old because this is i mean what i don't understand is they still had you know you could still record something via like real real back mm-hmm. then you still had that that fir- that form of videotape
3: hello my baby <laughs> hello my <laughs> baby. no not, <laughs> not,
2: not
0: not cylinders that you put a needle oh, on okay. no it's totally different uh, but yeah, the idea that they've had to recover, the episodes they've recovered um, from people around the world who happen to have their own videotape recorders. And so the quality of a lot of the older episodes are extremely sketchy because they might literally have recovered it. You know, they, you know, they recover one episode because some, somebody in New Zealand, you know, their grandma where grandpa had it on tape from 1965 or whatever. And you know, that tape was found in the attic 25 years, 30 years later, that kind of thing.
3: You know, it's uh, in that part of it, that part of it interests me so much because I'm sure there's people out there who are hunting through old broadcast uh, libraries of old tapes, trying to find those missing
0: episodes. It's interesting that the, the uh, the affiliates uh, back in those days, um, you know, because you you make your show, you make a bunch of copies of it, and then you send those copies out to all the local um, stations that are going to run it, and they have it on their tape and they run from tape. And then you know we know that the the mother office of BBC trashed these episodes um, after like five some odd years, but um, the idea that you can't find it from you know somewhere out there is is. One of the just great mysteries of TV, like you said, you know, I just want to echo your, your wise words. It's,
3: it's going to be like, uh, you know, someone coming across an action number one. Yes. Um, you know, one day. Did you, a, and kind of off topic a little adventure bit.
0: Adventure Comics 346,
3: maybe? <laughs> Did you hear about this guy who found an action comics in, in between his walls? It was being used as uh, insulation.
2: Wow That's crazy No here wow. So
3: here And the story gets crazier This is off topic Yeah But so a guy Renovating his grandfather's house You know Started tearing out the walls Back then okay. For insulation They just used newspaper Just shoved it between the walls Okay huh. uh, And he came across An action comics And he knew It was valuable Wow And he pulled it And his wife came And he was like Honey look at this Look at this And it was in Good shape For being the walls And stuff and she grabbed it from him without thinking, and tore the front cover off of it. The front cover was still attached. Why would you do something like that? Because the woman wasn't thinking. Anyway, they're saying that that key word here, woman. Yes,
0: woman. Oh, wow, I missed that one.
3: And because of that, I had another keyword in mind. They estimate that that caught, that pulling the cover off devalued it by like five thousand dollars or something like that. Oh my gosh. But it was an intact, it was a wow. totally intact action. Anyway, but going back to Doctor Who. So I've been enjoying it. It's fun. Um, you know, he has these companions that join him on his adventures. And he travels through space and time. Mm-hmm. So he can be, any, he can go to anywhere in space. He can go anywhere in time and just jump back and forth. This, and he does frequently. And, he, and frequently. He's not afraid to. So I've decided to do my Doctor Who project. That's very cool. Now, this may already exist, I don't know, but I'm doing it for for my own sake because I think because I like it. I'm slowly, as I watch episodes, I'm slowly putting together a spreadsheet, okay, of where where who the doc what the episode mm-hmm. was, yeah, well, what doctor date. it was, right. and what the date was, okay. Then I plan to put those in order, the dates, nice, and see like if someone if there was an immortal who could not jump through time, how how many times he would have met the doctor and what iteration of that doctor he would have met. Interesting. So
1: Okay, I have to ask the obvious question.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Do you think somebody else may have already done that? Yes. And the answer might be on the internet somewhere? Yes.
3: I want to do it because it's fun for me. Okay. That's cool. So it's uh <laughs> I totally
1: accept that this is why may... I do the show. <laughs> I think not because gonna... it does any good, <laughs> but because it's fun for me. Yeah.
0: I think you may have a a hard time with the third doctor because uh, I have not watched many of the third doctor's uh, uh, episodes. But um, due to budgetary constraints, after the runs of the first doctor, William Hartnell, and the second doctor, Patrick Troughton, uh, they brought in the third doctor, William Hartnell. uh, Excuse me. um, Whatever I said earlier. um, John Pertwee. Let's Mm -hmm. go with that. And um, the BBC said, you know what? We don't have the money or we're not going to spend the money to do like outer space and old Rome and stuff. So the, uh, the conceit during the third doctor's run is that the, uh, uh, the Gallifreyans, the time, you know, the, the council, the time Lords, um, because he originally, uh, in the very first episode, uh, the doctor steals
3: his TARDIS, his space engine with his granddaughter. Yes. He has a granddaughter, which well, he's supposed to be the only Time Lord. I haven't been reading up on it just yet about how that fits in. Well, by the uh, by,
0: when 2005 hits and uh, Christopher Eccleston uh, brings the Doctor back. No <laughs> At that point, you darn right it is. Uh, so sit back and enjoy it. Um, when they come back in 2005, uh, it's established fairly quickly that the Doctor uh, believes he's the last Time Lord left in the universe. And the reason why is a great mystery for a number of years.
3: Okay. Um, So I I will slowly discover that. Yes.
0: But like, so on my spreadsheet here. uh, I'm sorry. So anyway, so John Pertwee is stuck on earth, I believe in his time. So all the episodes take place. So he's 1965. Yeah yeah basically, I think all the episodes uh or the vast majority of the episodes take place in current day in Britain. He doesn't get to leave the planet okay okay there
3: so uh so like episode one, the very first one
0: someone out there is punching their radio right now uh the
3: the the doctor the first doctor goes back uh to a hundred thousand b c that's the furthest I have him in my spreadsheet i'm cool. still watching episodes okay the furthest he's gone in history is to the year 5 billion and that was the ninth doctor that went there nice. so that's the range i have right now from 100,000 bc to 5
1: billion ad What did the environment look like in Five Billion?
3: Well, he was there for for Earth blowing up. So they were actually, there were a whole bunch of aliens on Mm. the spacecraft watching the Earth blow up Mm. because the Earth uh, was known as the center of the universe. The sun was just, you know, humans had already spread out already. And so people were just, it was just like an event you go see, you know, because they knew the sun was blowing up. But um, I'm really enjoying this show. I knew it was something that I always need to get into, and I am slowly getting into it. Um, the older episodes so far have been a little harder to watch, mostly just because of pacing and acting styles, yeah. um, <laughs> budgets. Uh, well, you know, and it's not even the budgets that that bother me, but yeah. a lot of it is. It's probably more than just technology, isn't it? Yeah. No. Well, it it's studio technology. The way they choose yes. to do their shots. Okay. So they treat it like a live shot. Uh, they block the shots, then they have the camera moves in it. And if someone misses a mark Mm -hmm. or if something happens to be in their way for that take too late, they move on to the next thing. So there's a couple shots where like, you know, an actor will be talking to someone. The camera didn't do a move, right. Or the actor didn't move enough. So you can't see that actor's face because the back of the actor's head (laughs) blocking him. So, but here's your one take, but you can tell at times when like, Maybe the actor sees what's going on, and then he leans over. Oh, my. Or he looks off to the side, and maybe he's getting stage direction, and then he leans over. Excellent. Anyway, totally enjoying it. Lots of fun. Glad I'm there. Putting together this spreadsheet. Guys out there, if you know of a spreadsheet like this that already exists, I guess you can tell me about it. I'll I'll look at it, but... I'm just doing it for my sake because it's. I find it fun. Don't but, spoil it for Frank.
1: Let him. Let him have his fun. Yeah,
3: this is my little Doctor Who project. <laughs> that's
0: awesome, <laughs> man. I had no idea what you're uh, what you're going for when you said you had a project. A
1: yeah, so project that's my little
3: on. Doctor Who project.
1: I just got a Facebook message from Allison, fourteen year old. Mm-hmm. She says, "What are you doing?" I said, "I'm recording Half Hour Wasted." She said, "Ask the guys a question for me." Okay. She says. Uh, Ask them if they could be any kitchen utensil, what would it be and why? Huh. Well, would a spoon be considered a utensil? Sure. I
0: think
2: so. Yeah.
3: Because you get to be in food and, you know, you get to be in the mouth of the person enjoying the food. And so it's kind of a mutual experience. So right off the bat, spoon.
1: Okay.
0: I'd have to say, uh, um, what do you call the uh, the thing that goes into the... Eggs, the pancakes, and it spins real fast. A whisk, and so it stirs oh, everything the up. Oh, a whisk. Yeah, but there's. Oh, a, you mean a
1: a blender? Yeah, I, yeah thank uh, you. I've got oh, a hand. I've a hand got a lovely, I've got hand a lovely mixer.
0: hand blender, hand mixer kind yeah. of thing. Okay, and that might be what I would take because that is the king of appliances. Okay, it's got a lot of moving parts. It's very intricate. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's very refined. You don't use it for everything. You pull it out during special occasions. Um, but, um. You basically get to do the the food equivalent of mud wrestling every time you get used because you're down there in the middle of a bunch of eggs or a bunch of pancake batter, you know that kind of thing.
3: Pancake batter I get, but Mm -hmm. eggs? What are you doing with them with the hand mixer and eggs? You're scrambling them. You're scrambling the scrambling eggs is like the easiest thing to do. Why do you need? Why are you plugging something in? You scramble. No, 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 no! I'm talking about the hand mixer. I've got a hand mixer.
0: It's actually got a hand crank on it. It's awesome.
3: Oh, that one. Yeah. Oh, it's not, not electric. Right. Oh, okay. I was no, I just like... throw
0: the sucker in the dishwasher. It's oh, all good. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, no. Oh, yeah, good. We're, okay. we're good. We're good. No, I wouldn't <laughs> use the... No, the powered mixer is... eggs. Yes. The, the powered mixer is clearly for cake mixes. <laughs> yes. And, and brownies and stuff like that. I'm
3: just, I'm just imagining... Zoe eggs Zoe in there, too. Thanks, so want some eggs? All right.
0: That's right. <laughs> no, I use a circular saw for that. <laughs> Don't ask why.
3: And then they come back, Dad, I'm so hungry. Listen to my stomach. And then we I hear, know. No, Brad, I, what do we hear? We hear, well, Dad, will, I'm so hungry. My, I will my do that.
0: Let's do it. It's uh, growling.
3: Listen. I'm a Hold
0: on, listen. pretty subpar father.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: come here, Pepper. <laughs> I told her what you guys said, and uh, if she responds, I'll uh, I'll let you know.
0: Excellent.
3: So, Bill had something he wanted to run by us: fantasy series into movies.
0: Ah, you, you mean book that? series, Excellent. fantasy book
3: series?
1: Um. uh Yes. 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 Um. Is the, Dune uh, a part of this discussion? Hmm. Is Dune a part of this discussion? No. As how it's already it been? is not. Okay.
0: Because it's already been made twice. Okay. Um, Thrice, maybe. Uh, I'm down to that. Well, it depends on what you're talking about. If they're coming out with another someday... Oh, they're coming out with another... Oh, please. Not that I know of. Um, It would never surprise me. Is that Um, dog dead? Is that dog... Did that dog just die? dead dog. Um, So, the... uh, If so, she just died with her eyes open. The concept of the idea of the concept is fantasy books or series that should be next in line to be made into a
3: movie. A la, like, um... What's that HBO series that's really popular? Game, Game of, of Thrones. Game of
0: Thrones. Um, I think Game of Thrones is disqualified because it is a uh, it is being done on HBO.
3: But I mean, is, a, it's but been that, made into a series. A if TV it hadn't series. been yet, that let's, could have been a valid answer
0: for purposes of this. Uh, let's say that uh, being made into a uh, TV series would invalidate. As okay. Well. Okay.
1: So, so Game of Thrones. So no, Game of Thrones what, is out. What Frank was Game saying is, is right if it out. hadn't been done yet, that would have been the type of absolutely thing you're talking about. Yes, okay.
0: yes, uh, that is. Uh, I will give you that.
3: Now I, I do have to preface this. I've never mm-hmm. been a fantasy guy, okay. so I haven't read a lot of. Well, I haven't read any fantasy books, at least none that I can think of. Uh, any that um, I'm know, not were a, serialized. I'm usually a kind of one and done type guy. Okay. I've read some Star Wars novels that were, you know, maybe three or four series, but that's yeah. about as much as I've ever done.
0: I think the readers probably know me well enough by this time to know that uh, I, I kind of prefer um, epics and series and uh, arcs. Uh, shoot, even the book I'm reading right now, The Dasadi Experiment by Frank Herbert. I'm just reading as a, as a one-off while I'm waiting for the last uh, Chronicles of uh, Thomas Covenant uh, book to come out. The Long Dark. That's going to be awesome. It's coming out here uh, in the middle of October. Um, but uh, uh, even the Dasati experiment, which is theoretically a, uh, a one-off, is preceded by uh, another book called hmm, Whipping Star. And uh, no! it uses the, uh, uses the same uh, lead character, the great George X. McKee saboteur extraordinaire of the bureau of sabotage
3: so uh, for for those i don't know what episode it was but yes. you gave me that book to read yes. i read it
0: i did not like it i'm sorry uh, for you
3: but that's okay i mean did it, we ever, you.
0: did i ever ask you why you didn't like it
3: yeah no we we discussed it i had okay. a, uh, I had a real problem with the way they <laughs> they sabotage. depicted the way they depicted um mm-hmm. how laws were passed and stuff you, know, uh, you okay. know the whole thing is that it happens in a split second yes and, 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 and well, lawyering happens in a split second. Well,
0: what he was saying was that is that the reason that the Bureau of Sabotage was invented in the first place was because government became tyrannical uh, and one of the side effects of that or one of the, the intended effects of that was that... <laughs> I can't concentrate now. It's crazy. It could be the beer or it could be the BC boys. I'm not sure which. Um, but that... Uh, Government became so efficient, con- conceiving laws in the morning and having them passed and, and and you know put into effect, you know by the end of a day, um, that people were getting trampled by government, and so
3: yeah, this and I thing found, kind of and, evolved.
0: I, I'm fascinated by that idea,
3: and that idea just could not hold water for me. Like, I get the ironic nature of okay. it, but it was just like. I don't know. It's it's like it's like having. I'm trying to think of a good example. Like a like you know rapping pilgrims. I realize that pilgrims. Maybe there was a possibility that they could rap, but really they, those two things just don't go together. Like it's, like it's not anachronistic. I mean, it's it's you know, you know it's just it's like that's that's not. Interest that is not possible and therefore is not interesting. If it was something that was just like, oh, I could totally see that happening. Yeah. Or that is an ingenious idea, I would have been on board with it. Okay. But it was just like the whole thing was just like, you know, it's it was just like, why why are you Making stuff up that doesn't make sense that could never happen. Well, I clearly this is one reason why you
0: don't read a lot of fantasy novels. Yeah. I guess I, I think Whipping Star and Society Experiment are uh, far more on the sci fi edge, and they're not hard sci fi. And that there's still a lot of there's a lot of speculation. Um, but I love
1: the universe it's in. <laughs>
0: Gosh! Wow.
1: When you said "Rappin' Pilgrim," it made me think of that old think, John uh, Wayne song. I think "Rappin' Duke."
0: I heard that song last in 1989. 1984 is when it came out. Okay, Isn't that crazy? Uh, timeline is about right. Then, um, no. So, uh, I I I think you're, I think you're, you're focusing on one aspect of the book. What What you're talking about is merely one of the, the bits of the universe they live in. It doesn't have terribly much to do with the actual plot, the, the action of the, uh, of the book itself. So, uh, anyway, all right, so whatever. So I'm reading this new book waiting and, uh, I would love to see that turn into a movie, but, uh, you know what? I'm never going to see it. So it's okay. Um, and, you know, as someone who is a uh, television uh, director, or at least uh, I used to be, I certainly hope to get back there again one of these days. It's just a circumstance of job placement and all that. Um, you know, there are movies uh, which I have uh, I've thought to myself, if I can make this movie, I'd be a happy little man. And I hate to s- put stops on myself, you know, to not dream big when I could, but I just don't see me ever directing a big budget, major motion picture, uh, at this juncture in my life. And, uh, I don't know, it's a little sad. It's a little realistic, I guess, uh, a little, a uh, little, lot of pragmatic, I hope. Um, so it's a bummer that I'm going to have to hope that someone else, uh, does the couple of, uh, books in this list, which I, uh, would love to, uh, see. And I've got, there's one, uh, book on this uh, list that I'm shocked has never been made into a movie has never been considered to be made into a movie. Um, It could turn into actually what it would be great as would be some kind of um, extended uh, miniseries type of thing. You know, it doesn't it's not adult enough to need like an HBO treatment, but it would be nice uh, to get that kind of uh, love uh, out of it. Anyway, so uh, most of these on this list are books that uh, I have heard of. I've read some of, but I'm not terribly familiar with it. Some of these I've never heard of in my life. Um, The first one is not one of those. I have heard of this, but I've never read it. Um the uh the author thinks that this book is uh basically unadaptable, but also Clive Barker's best novel. Uh he's referring to Imagica. Um so I am taking this off somebody else's list and uh I think that it might be more interesting to find out what uh we would like to see in a movie. Um but I'll try to run through uh what this cat says uh as quickly as possible. Um he says, uh, the book supposes that there are five dominions and earth has been separated from the other dominions for millennia. Um, in the other dominions, uh, magic, uh, is available while on earth. Uh, it is not. And through the work of a character, um, a wielder of magic tries to reconcile these worlds, but he is fought every moment by those who wish to see earth separate and alone enemies here on earth and the other four dominions. Um so, what makes this something this author wants to see are the creatures, the places, the events um and uh Magica is far too explicit for a younger set um It feels basically like a dream, uh not almost something that you would write about so uh I kind of figured a Clive Barker uh adaptation would show up here somewhere on the list. um you know, I actually uh sat down and watched about now uh, fifteen twenty minutes of uh flatliners. Um, so oh, that what's was, that? that? wasn't Clive Barker. No, uh, Clive Barker was, um, he did uh, Nightbreed. Flatliners. Wasn't that Kevin Bacon? Yeah. And Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. And, and Kiefer Sutherland. And you
3: know yes. who directed it? Uh, the guy who ruined Batman. Joel Schumacher. Joel Schumacher. Oh,
0: my gosh. Oh, wow. But I watched a few minutes of it, and, and back in the day, it was kind of a scary movie, kind of a sci fi. And uh, now I don't think it holds up well. Um, the next one on this list is something that I've literally never even heard of. Uh, Written by uh, Guy or Guy Cavriel K. It's called Tigana. Anne McCaffrey, um, she says this is one of the best fantasy novels she's ever read. So this is very much uh, fantasy. Um, And this is a one and done. This is not part of an epic. But uh, this is a world full of magic and revenge of rich characters and rich settings. And that apparently it's written well enough that the villain is uh, virtually sympathetic um, but, uh, this would be a story about the nature of vengeance. King Brandon utterly destroys the province of Tegana after the death of his son devastates it so completely through magic that even the very name is stricken from the mouths of those who would speak it. And, uh, so people plot, uh, revenge, political intrigue, et cetera, et cetera, assassinations, uh, um, and, um, uh, so far. okay yeah, i'm sorry I, I got confused for a moment it just said it went to the bahamas for a moment <laughs> no this is uh the author says he lost for a moment he hopes george r. r martin's ending to his series and i thought uh it was like george r, r. martin didn't write this and so i just kind of i short-circuited for a moment um uh dragon is another on this list
3: now i've seen that there has got to be at least it's, 40 bucks in that series it's D D. uh
0: it's elves and uh you know um I mean it's almost literally uh a D&D. Have you ever you read what, any of them? That's kind of cool. No, I've never read any of these. Again, I've read some fantasy, but my fantasy is uh I guess when I was a when I was a kiddo, um, you know, teenager I guess, I read uh uh some Piers Anthony stuff. Um some of the the earliest of these Xanth novels, and there's like 50 of those now and I read the first four or five of them uh, when they were coming out. I read them as they uh, came out. Uh, he also uh, wrote, uh, I just, I like that author. Um, he uh, he has a, a light style, which is not terribly, it's emotionally, it's not heavy. And so it's a nice read. And, and uh, if I remember right, it's, it's extremely kid friendly. There's no reason a kid couldn't read these. But he did um, a couple of series, which I really uh, liked. Uh, one I think uh, could be made into a movie. Uh, the first book in the series is called Split Infinity. And it was basically about a guy who lives on a technological planet, and he kind of finds a metaphorical door um, to kind of the mirror of his planet. It just takes place on Earth in the in the future. Um, but he finds this door, for lack of a better word, and the mirror image of his planet is a world that's ruled by magic instead of technology. And he kind of ends up bouncing back and forth door. between the two. It's kind of cool.
3: Yeah, kind of like um, the movie Thor. Because remember that was the whole l- thing. You
0: know what? Actually, you, I, I don't. I, I'm having a hard time telling if you're just like no, poking no, at you. me, but you're absolutely right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Re- yes. They
3: have that line where it's just like what seems like magic to you is technology to us. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but I think in this case the magic is actually magic. I mean, you've actually got wizards and stuff, and you know maybe maybe they're more technomages than wizards. I can't speak to that.
3: You know, uh, a a series like that Pierce Anthony that you're just referring to seems to me that it would it would it would do better in a TV series if there's that many books in it, and and I think know, it
0: would make a really interesting series because every book is different. There, it's almost an anthology kind of thing. Oh, okay. Um, I, 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 don't know that the, you know, characters may repeat, but it's not, it's not 50 books building one gigantic story. It's different stories, different characters doing different things. Uh, the funny thing is that Xanth and I'm, this is a total tangent. This was, I did not mean to, to go this direction. Um, big surprise. But, um, what's funny is that, uh, Xanth, the mystical land of Xanth is basically Florida. Hmm. I think so I, what, I, the, I don't uh, know if that's because Piers Anthony lives in Florida or it was his version of a inside joke or I I don't know why. But you look at a map of Xanth and it's like, well, that's clearly Florida. Oh, that's
3: <laughs> funny. OK, that's yeah. kind of cool.
0: Um, they, they of course, never refer to it as Florida, but uh, uh, it's cool. Um, again, it, it's something that I think you absolutely could uh, let your your young adults read your 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 old uh, your old toddlers or your young adults Or anywhere in between. Kids of all ages. Um, I actually have one. Can
1: I? Please. I do not mean to monopolize this. I'm going to read. It's three paragraphs. I'm going to read a summary of this book. There's three books in this series. I've read them at least twice each. Okay. And uh, I will probably read them several more times. That's how much I love them. Uh, I won't tell you. You've heard me talk about it. And I'll tell you the author's name later. Um, but here's the the summary. <clears throat> it's, I believe this summary was actually written by the author also. Because he's, um, he's good with words. He's a wordsmith. Mm-hmm. They were dark and stormy nights. Nights with a K. Does he write with pizzazz? Yes. I guess nights with a K. He's actually talking about... Kniggets. It's pronounced yes. Kniggets. They were dark and stormy nights, and when they had their way with a helpless tavern wench, one terrible evening, they had no idea the result of that twilight brutality was going to come after them years later, looking to settle the score. The result's unlikely name is apropos. That's his name. Apropos. Okay. A rogue, a rascal, a scoundrel, a cheat. And those are his good points. Lame Ooh. of leg, but fast of wit. The only reason Apropos doesn't consider chivalry dead is because he's not yet through with it. Herewith, Sir Apropos of Nothing, that's what he calls himself, because he he came from nothing, his story in the words of the knave himself. It's told in first person. The, The books are written in first person. Apropos, all too aware of his violent and unseemly beginnings, travels to the court of the good king Runcible with three goals in mind, to find his father, to seek retribution, and line his own pockets. However, apropos carries the most troublesome burden a would-be harbinger of chaos can bear. He may well be, a hero foretold, a young man of destiny. It is not a notion that apropos finds palatable, having very low regard for such notions as honor, selfless, selflessness, or risking one's neck. Okay. Yet when apropos finds himself assigned as squire to the most senile knight in the court, Sir Umbridge of the <laughs> Flaming Nether Regents... <laughs> Whose Seriously, squir- yes. Who's okay. squire? There's a map in this book, and it, and uh, some of the, one of the areas is the Flaming Nether regions. So you might tell Lord Umbridge yeah. to <clears throat> stay away from Taco Cabana, uh, Sir Umbridge of the Flaming Nether Regents, whose squires tend to have a rather short lifespan. Oh no! Apropos, forced to rise to the occasion lest he be dragged under permanently. His difficulties are compounded when a routine mission to escort the king's daughter home after a long absence goes horribly awry. Suddenly. Apropos finds himself saddled with trying to survive while dealing with a berserk phoenix, murderous uh-huh. unicorns, mutated harpies, homicidal warrior kings, and most problematic of all, a princess who may or may not be a psychotic arsonist. <laughs> Featuring a hero Jeez. cut from cloth similar to that of such entertaining blackguards as Black Adder. And Flashman, never heard of Flashman. Flashman. Sir Apropos of Nothing is a skewed version of classic mythic adventure that is by turns hilarious and frightening, slapstick and serious, and filled with drop-dead laughs and drop-dead people. Is he- it really filled with drop-dead <laughs>, dead laughs? It is one of the funniest books I've ever read. Peter David wrote these books. Oh, okay. Okay. So what's the series called? Well, the first one is called Sir Apropos of Nothing. Uh, the second one is called The Wode to Wooin. and uh, the third one is tong t-o-n-g tong lashing it's full of puns as you can tell it sounds like it but when you look at the the photo of the guy on the front i'm looking at it right now and you think and you read the story seth green (laughs) yeah seth green okay would be the only person who could do this character justice when you think of seth green's smart aleckness Scott evil character. Yes. that's pretty much sir. Apropos of nothing. Scott evil is one of my favorite movie characters of all time. Um, this would make a, in fact, it had been optioned at one point, Okay, but he had some, he had some issues, legal issues, and he got screwed around with some of the rights. it was a really a shame because it would have been a, a funny, funny movie. Well, you know, hopefully it still can be. Think, um, Think a funny. This is not a stretch. Think a funny Game of Thrones.
3: Okay, okay.
1: A comedy <laughs> wow. Game of Thrones, and that's what this would be. And okay, it, I love these books. I've read them two or three times a piece. Interesting. They, it's it's just. This is my favorite thing that Peter David has ever written. That's you know, cool.
3: The the actor who plays Eastbound uh who's an Eastbound and Down, I forget that actor's name.
1: Danny McBride. Yeah.
3: yeah, he did a movie that took place in medieval times. Your Highness. Your James Highness. Franco. Yeah. Is not um, Natalie Portman in that? Yes. yes. I've never seen that movie, dang it. It has moments. It's good, to. but it's uh Sounds like it's year a little, It's a little flat at times, but it has some it has some moments. <clears throat>
0: that came out right at the same time as Year 1, if I remember right.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right, yeah. I can guarantee you,
0: Bill... They had that whole medieval comedy uh, uh, run there.
1: I can guarantee you that you would love this book, knowing you like I do. In fact, I've got a paperback copy that I loan to people. If you ever are ready to to read something different, let me know. Interesting.
3: And you can get it on Amazon for one cent, $4 shipping. Yeah. Hardback.
1: I wonder how much... uh I've I, I've I actually have a copy of it signed by peter dave i've cool. um yeah.
0: I have recently discovered the magic of reading novels on the tab, and I can probably go back someday but i 'm um, finally uh, i 've become old mm-hmm. and my eyes don 't work my reading eyes don 't work as well as I used to my my can't scene.
1: change the font size in a real book, can That's you?
0: That's a good point. You also <laughs> can't uh bump the backlight up. You mm-hmm. can't uh, turn them white uh, <laughs> white letters on black instead mm-hmm. of yeah you know. something about I invert that. It. Yeah me too.
1: I, I invert it at night for sure. Um read them on my phone that way.
0: Yeah. I, I just I can't I can't read a book on my phone. I've read chapters of books on my phone before. <laughs> uh, I read the first couple of chapters. It kind of made me nuts because uh it was just scroll, scroll, scroll. There's never a page turn, so I had no idea how far I was into the novelization of uh, Episode One, Star Wars.
3: The um, and the, it was interesting how different it was. Yeah. The the Kindle app has this really neat feature yep. that you can turn on where it tells you it bases your reading speed and then it tell you it'll tell you you have seven hours till yeah. the end of the book. Uh, you have 15 minutes to the end of the chapter. You know what? I, uh, I kind of dig that. That's, that's of, I, uh, that has, that has based on like when I'm falling asleep, oh, two more minutes. Okay. I can do it.
0: I've, uh, I've paid for two apps on my tab just, and both of them were because you know what? I just feel like I need to give love to the developers because they've really hooked me up. And one of those is comic rack. I went ahead and paid uh, paid the whatever it was for that the uh, the, that the pro the, the the pro version, and then uh, I for whatever reason I don't use Kindle uh, or the Kindle app. Uh, I use something called a Moon uh, the Moon Reader or Moon Plus Reader. I think it was called Moon Reader. Moon-er. That's right. Um, And I don't know exactly why I hopped onto that one, but, uh, that's the one I use now. And it will also do the same thing. And I just realized last night I was kind of messing with it, uh, like the control options and the visual options. And and it was under miscellaneous, but it was like, oh, I can like indent the first word of each paragraph and I can eliminate or add back the spaces that are naturally in here and I can do all sorts of stuff. Um, then yeah, it would give you, um, an elapsed time. And I was sitting there thinking, how exactly does it give you an elapsed or a, a, a total remaining time? And it's like, well, it must realize that it takes you on average, you know, 37.8 seconds to read yeah. each page. And and so extrapolate that, you know, you know, carry the one and, and get the cosine of, of, you know, 518. And, you know, then you end it, at, um, at your reading speed is going to take you, uh, you know, uh, 17 days uh, to finish this book. um, I also wish I was one of those people who could just sit down and read a book basically in one sitting. I know people who can do that. They read faster than I do. Yeah. Um, I've always thought it's odd that I basically read at about the speed I would read the thing out loud. Um, I, I, don't, uh, I don't rush through things. Zoe, the great, the one and only Zoe. How you doing, kid? She, uh, she'll read a book in maybe a couple of days a book that would take me probably a couple of weeks to get through. And a lot of it is, you know, she's 11. She's got a lot more time on her hands, you know. Um, but a lot of it is just she reads faster than I do. And I don't know why I grew up reading at the speed I did. Probably roughly a page a minute um, because I will kind of take my time. Uh, I think that's just the main thing. I don't rush through it. I, I um, Reading something like that to me is something that I – I want to bury myself in and, you know, you get a stack of books, um, but I just, I cannot rush through a book to get to the next one. I've, it's just the way it's got to be. And I wonder how many people out there, um, you know, cause I, I Zoe all the time, you know, tell me, Hey, I finished reading book, whatever. And I'll go, you're kidding me. You started that thing like three days ago and you're already done with it. And you know, do you remember everything you've read? It's like, <laughs> Oh Yeah. Because uh, for me, if I read that fast, I'm pretty sure it would just be skimming, and I'd be like, well, I know what the general plot is. So, you know, it's like at that point, I could just read the Cliffs Notes version. It, it, I think for me, it's just wallowing around in that world and enjoying it.
3: It, it depends on how interesting it is to me. Yeah. Uh, we'll decide as to how fast and yeah. how invested. But I, I kind of have a schedule for reading. Okay. It's before I go to bed. Okay. Yeah. Same here. And. It is Saturday and Sunday, usually a couple hours on the couch. Okay, cool. If I, by my do home, you read while you're using, doing your business? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. You don't mark my do book. I do not mark my book. <laughs> and it's not because I don't want to. It's a, I'm a guy who just likes to get things done. Okay. I go in, boom,
1: like, I'm out. I let gravity do the work. No, no I, I, I
3: mean, I let gravity do the work, too. But I'm, I'm more about, like, uh, it's time to go. We do it. And just, I think you're a lot uh, less likely to stroke out, you know. Go Elvis
0: <laughs> um, if you go in there and just say, you know what? <laughs> if this takes fifteen, twenty minutes, you know, I'll, I'll deal with my sleep legs once I'm out of here. But you know, I will, I will take in materials to keep myself occupied.
3: When I know, when I know it's time, I go. Okay. I, like uh, I don't like. I don't think. Hmm. I think I'm brewing
1: one. I was about to say. Do you ever? I think, can't even do, do ever, that at work, man. Do you ever go in and go? Yeah, I might be ready. No. It's more like, I'm ready I find myself going (laughs) I might be ready And I really want to read the next chapter So, I'm just going to go see if something happens
3: (laughs) I'm more, yeah, I don't And, you know, I'm more of kind of a I mean, I don't know how long But less than five minutes Well, for me, it's weird because I I'm a little jealous of
1: that, actually I
3: almost never Eat brand -brand cereal Yeah, good point That helps a few hours beforehand I almost never. Two cups never. of coffee, boom. Yeah. Oh
0: dear yeah. heavens!
3: Yep. I mean, I'm, that's my schedule. A cup of coffee, about three minutes later, see? Ya. Effective mm-hmm. immediately. Mm-hmm. Yes. I I never read like in in the living room. It's odd.
0: I will I will like go sit on the back porch or something like you know go pet the dog or whatever. Um, but for some reason, uh, bed, back porch. Um, I just there's. I don't know why I pigeonholed my brain into thinking that reading is for this time of day, for this area of the house, for this, whatever. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think that, uh, I think that works well for me and I'm going to, I'm going to keep at it. Um, okay. So, um, this is, uh, this has all been very enlightening. Um, gosh, I'm saving one for last here. Um, how about just jump to that? Real that okay, real quickly. The others on this guy's list were uh, the Dresden Files, uh, which mm-hmm. is really cool. Which was made into a, a brief series on Sci-Fi. It had thirteen episodes, I think. I've got the DVDs. Uh, the show was actually really good, um, starring Harry Blackstone. I remember what. His so name it has was. been made. It has been made in TV series, so I think it, it's disqualified on this list just on that. Uh, uh, just for that. Uh, this also uh, this. The author of this article also thinks that Sandman, Neil Gaiman's Sandman, would be a uh, good adaptation. You know, I, I've
3: never read Sandman. I cannot speak to it. I have read the first four. He is right. I never really considered that as fantasy. Okay. I totally see that being like an HBO series. Okay. I mean, that needs to be a series. That's something that you just can't go That's, in and out. There's so a lot when, in development.
0: When Game of Thrones runs its course... Um, then uh, maybe Sandman is next on the block or something like yeah,
3: that. Yeah, if they wanted to do Sandman or if they wanted to do a, like uh, Alan Moore's Swamp yeah. Thing. Okay. And there was even talk of Why the Last Man. Being yeah. a series.
0: I think Why the Last Man makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you know, I've read very little of that either, but that uh, would be
1: a good TV show.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, you know, we are hip deep in the Golden Age of Television, and um, you know what. Uh, breaking bad and mad men and game of thrones and stuff are not going to be on the air forever. In fact, most of those are leaving the air fairly soon. So they're going to have to find something, uh, of, a a certain quality to fill up those gaps. And, uh, you know, maybe they'll get gutsy and do stuff like this. Uh, the next uh, thing on the list, which, uh, which I don't know anything about is called memory, sorrow, and thorn. And this author, um, he says it is his favorite fantasy trilogy next to the Lord of the rings. He, Acknowledges that's a bold statement and stands by it. Um, he says, uh, there are scenes, uh, in these, uh, in, in this book, uh, a horse battle on top of a frozen lake, uh, the siege of a small town by otherworldly spirits. Uh, he says it may start slow, but it builds to some epic cinematic moments, uh, which is the story of a young uh, man named Simon thrown in, uh, into the middle of a war, uh, between two brothers while great evil stirs and threatens to engulf everything. So It's not bad enough. He's caught between a war between brothers, but there's the great evil stirring. Uh, and you need to watch out for that. Um, the, uh, the author thinks that, um, again, it's the quality of the author writing this book. It's not so much what is going on. Um, so I'm not going to go any more into that because I really don't care. The one, the one thing on this list that really tempted my tummy with a taste of nuts and honey um, was the one book, which I wish um, I wish when I was 30 years old, I'd said, okay, how do I, how do I, how do I manage my career to get to a point where I can make this movie? Because I will be thrilled, um, but incredibly sad the day this movie comes out, if it ever does. And that is, of course you all just say it along with me. Lord Fowl's Bane. It is the first book, uh, by Stephen R Donaldson. Uh, I the tried first Chronicles of Thomas. Covenant. I tried Inbeliever. reading that
1: when I was a kid
0: and it's it was, incredibly heavy. Yeah. And I it's, and I don't know what my attraction is to these characters in this world. Um, we've gone through this again. This is the first book of the first trilogy about this character, Thomas covenant. And the conceit of this is that, uh, a man, um, a successful author with a family with a wife and a kid. Um, he writes lightweight, uh, lightweight books, uh, kind of trashy novels apparently, but he, uh, makes really good money and he ends up coming down with leprosy and it drives, uh, uh, he lives on a farm just outside of a small town. Um, the townspeople don't want anything to do with him. Uh, his wife ends up taking, uh, his son and leaving, Uh, because at that time they still didn't understand a whole lot about the disease. They thought I could catch it by being around you. That's not true. Um, part of it, they never really, he never spends any time on it, but the mystery is why would this man have contracted leprosy? There's no reason why he should have. Um, so they just kind of leave that as a given. This is just the way it is. Don't worry about it so much, but he ends up, um, he ends up going to town one day. Um, he has become an incredibly bitter individual, And it's come to the point where the townspeople will leave food on his front porch every week or so. So he doesn't have to come into town because they don't want him around. And he goes into town one day. Just he's just he's mad. He's just mad. and It's like, I'm going to go to stinking town. I'm going to pay my electric bill or or whatever it was. It's going to I'm going to go to the post office and mail a letter or something. He gets hit by a car. um, And he ends up waking up in this land. Where again, um, magic rules the day.
1: I think that's as far as I got.
0: Yeah, I remember the car. Might be, it might be good for you that that's as far as you got because a couple of things happened to him when he first gets to the land. He, um, you mean as a kid, it would have been as good? a kid. It might not have been the best thing for you. Um, I read these. Um, now I read these when I was probably thirteen, fourteen, and they uh, affected me greatly because his character does some things which define anti-hero if not worse um, but the conceit is that he does not believe he's in this other world he remembers he remembers you know being in, being in his world he remembers being hit by the car he's convinced that this is some kind of a dream or hallucination or whatever while he's unconscious which makes plenty of sense sure you know it's actually incredibly realistic and so he goes through this entire first adventure in in the land which is the name of the land And he spends the entire adventure basically saying, you can help me. You can hinder me. You can do whatever to me. It doesn't matter. This isn't real. Right. And over the course of two trilogies, he comes to accept um, kind of his personal paradox that he doesn't have to believe that the land is real necessarily to love it he has learned to love what the land has and the people in it. And, um, he ends up siring a child. He ends up, uh, uh, there's, there's qualities of the land. Um, almost all the magic comes from a, a, a concept called earth power, which is very much like midichlorians or whatever. Um, earth power is something you can harness. Um, earth power is something that can heal you. Earth power is something that you can focus on. Um, and uh, it's just I don't know to me it's a lot of it is it's like Herbert it's the quality of the writing which does it for me and the first three books uh, certainly Lord Fowl's Bane it's a lot of not necessarily swords and sorcery You're, you don't have wizards I'm going to cast a plus two you know lightning get back spell yeah lightning bolt yeah throwing tennis balls off the parapets um, so it's not necessarily a case of, um, uh, the, the magic in it is more subtle. Um, but I just think it's incredibly well written. It's just, it's not easy to read. It's, I, I don't think I'd recommend it for a kid. Um, I might even say, you know, you should be 15, 16, 17 before you read it. It's just, it's very heavy, very emotionally, extremely heavy and it doesn't get any lighter. Um, the, the second tree, you know, if you were to make the first trilogy, hopefully they do well enough that you get to make the second trilogy. And then the third set is actually uh, four books. And so, you know, someday maybe there might be as many as 10 plus movies, uh, you know, about this character, and that'd be pretty awesome. Uh, I think the final uh, chronicles, um, I don't know, I think they would be uh, the best. Uh, Stephen uh, Donaldson has written, and I read this uh, years ago. It's on his website. You can still go there and read it, com or dot net or whatever it is. That um, he wrote the first trilogy from 77 to 80, roughly. He wrote the second trilogy right after that from like eighty one to eighty four. And then he didn't write the third book until well into the two thousand. So it was a gap of almost twenty years between writing the second trilogy and the start of the last uh set. And he says himself that the reason he didn't he he conceived the idea um, when Del Rey books uh, or yeah Del Rey uh, said hey you know these first three books are gangbusters you got to give us more he conceived the second trilogy and this third set at the same time but he realized or he believed that he did not have the writing chops to be able to pull off what he wanted to do in this last series. And I think you can tell, um, That's it's pretty amazing. Um, Steven Donaldson also wrote uh, a, a series called the, uh, the gap series, which is a uh, pretty hard sci-fi. It, it has nothing to do with fantasy. Um, but again, um, what the characters have done to them, what they do to each other. It is so heavy emotionally that it's just, it amazes me that his books were bestsellers. And I just, I, I look around at people and I go, did you enjoy that book? Did you enjoy the book? Uh, our buddy Mike, mm-hmm. our buddy Hillerby, uh, he has uh, recently started uh, uh, reading some of the Stephen R. Donaldson stuff. He's reading the Gap series and it just blows me away. Uh, apparently, there's a little subculture of people uh, that Mike works with uh, who are into these books. Hmm. And it's just like, are you kidding me? I, yeah, I mean, they're bestsellers, so lots of people besides me had to have read them, but I can't imagine anybody but me reading these.
3: It's That's weird. how I felt about that. Okay. Hubbard, well, I don't think retarded. Whipping
0: Star was Whipping Star. was a was an international bestseller.
3: Um, you know what? And, and but I the, didn't, But like, it was like I don't Whipping quite Star, get it. This
0: but. Whipping Star ain't Superman. I had to read Whipping Star. Um, I think that's a, a lot of the reason why I read slowly. Also, is because I tend to read music or I tend to read uh, books that are very dense thematically or or script wise. Um, Stephen Donaldson, uh I need a dictionary at my side to handle what he's doing.
1: Why'd this TV come on all
0: of a sudden? Well, it's been on the whole time. Did it change channels or something? I don't
1: know. I just started hearing it making
0: noise. I don't know why it's making noise. I must that must be on me. Um when the animals stepped
1: on a remote.
0: Probably. Those animals, they do that to task you. To task you. So next time you look at one of those cats and he's Looking up at you. What's the runtime? Paw, uh, on. paw on the remote control. You can go. Yeah. He tasks me.
3: I think what we're good. What time is it? I don't have my my glasses on. It's not recording, is it? No, it's recording. I can't. Oh, there Check we go. Check the time. Oh, we hit an don't hour. Do too long. An hour six. <laughs> so that. Um, so I think maybe when I gave you the time for that first show, maybe I was looking at the wrong timer because oh, the timer's no. on this. Because that didn't feel like thirty minutes. So. Uh, Anyway, we're on for an hour, so it was a good time. Okay, so, so it
1: was the first one we did, is it short? No.
0: The uh, one okay. series I cannot believe has never been adapted, or I've never even heard of it trying to be adapted, is Asmos Foundation series. Uh, I don't understand how that has never been made in a movie. Those books are written in the 50s. And those books are very sci-fi, uh, very cool. Um, they're very easy reads. I would give Asimov to a, chill, a child of any age, um, who has the mental chops to go with it. Um, I don't know. I just, so anyway, um, my dream, uh, which I'm pretty sure I will never uh, see happen is to direct uh, Lord fouls Bane. And I want to see, uh, the foundation series. Uh, I mean, I think in a world where Ender's game is getting ready to be made into a movie, there's definitely room in this universe for a Foundation series. So, get on it people. This could be a trilogy. It actually probably needs to be more because a lot of the uh, Foundation books, much like uh, the Two Towers, are almost more um uh are almost more about um um
1: you know, keeping it real. Okay, I'll just go with that.
2: Cool. All
3: right, I'm done. So do we have music? Who has music?
1: Well, you did one last time, uh-huh. and uh, I haven't had a chance to think of one right off the bat. So why don't you edit something? You'll be next, and you edit something with
3: the with the song.
1: I can. Or can you come up with something right now? Well, I I mean, I I can come up with something, but it would need to be, you know, we, I would need to know what it is so we could talk about it. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Let me look at my most recent acquisitions. Yeah. Already played that. Did that. Did that. Did that. Hmm.
0: This is odd. Got an album from 2001, which I just recently discovered. From a band called Doves. And uh, I'm kind of i'm a little bit mystified because the order of the tracks uh in my music library are completely different from the order of the tracks uh on the thumb drive as i listen to it in the
1: car yeah sometimes that happens it's strange oh,
0: but well it didn't it didn't put the one two three four five it it, it realizes uh
3: it does, does the library
0: realizes that it's tracks um no it's not it like track 12 is a house which clearly starts with a very early letter in the alphabet. What a bunch of like very few letters, very few letters come before A. Frank, that's true. Well, it's negative just, A. I
3: know, yeah. You know, negative B. Right, and then there's. Well, I guess if we go all the way, negative Z. Well, A through Z, Z.
0: Are, are integers. Yes, as mathematicians are aware of. Or right, so letters spell, before A.
3: But what do you spell integer with? Hmm? Letters. So oh I think I made gosh. a point.
0: Um, you know what? Can't, you if can't I was,
3: argue with logic. If I was when you, Frank,
0: the next thing I would say is the defense rests. Thank you. And then I will say, ah, it's a the fair defense cop. is the tired yes. and
3: wants to take a nap. Thank you.
0: Okay, it's a fair cop. But society was to blame. Oh no! And my computer is down to ten percent of its battery remaining. This isn't good.
1: Okay, I'll. I guess
0: you got though. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, listen though. I guess all right. Hi, right, thank you.
1: Am I editing all that out or, or
3: I don't know. No, we can
1: no we can yeah, yeah, Banter. Whatever banter. Want. So
3: unless
0: you wanna uh unless you wanna play the question mark the mysterious song, um nah, you better got, pick something.
1: I got something uh I'll play it uh this is for mm-hmm. Bill. That's that was a very silly song anyway. We um we touched on it uh in our last music episode when I was talking about the call. Okay and uh they have a song called Oklahoma such a great song oh good heavens so i'm yes. gonna play that it could have been i think it could have been a big hit like i said yeah. if they had had proper support from Electro records came off of the uh reconciled uh cd that uh i still believe came off of which okay. I, which i featured in our in our music episode so I'll... I'm going to play Oklahoma by the car.
2: Can I,
0: can I apologize, listener, real quickly? This won't take long as well. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, this us take like 30 seconds. Um, as we were talking about uh, Doctor Who, uh, I've been saving this for weeks. And did you know that you can uh, you can go take a tour inside the TARDIS thanks to Google Maps? Really? Yes, it's totally true. Um, so what do you, what do you look up? The, you the go board? to, uh, well, it's, uh, it's off the Nerdist website. Where's it located? On uh, the Earth. It's located in, in London. Where okay. It should be. Um, but it actually doesn't say. You, you can go to uh, uh, go search uh, Nerdist um, TARDIS Google Maps, something like that. You'll find it pretty easily. And then um, uh, it doesn't say go to this address, it says go here. And so it's a hypertext link. You okay. click on it, and it automatically takes you to the street level Bill, view. And Bill, you nobody, see the TARDIS and you go inside. Nobody it's says awesome.
1: hypertext anymore. <laughs> figured out then. Nobody says hypertext. I, I'm tired. <laughs> Just roll the damn music. That's like saying, that's like saying I'm going to have a hot coffee. Well, I guess you kind of have to say that. Well, people
3: no, have, no, it's people, like people have
1: electronic, electronic mail. mail. These Can you days? send me a fact? Yeah, yeah, send, me an, send, me, send me an electronic mail. Mm-hmm. Hey, I want to watch email. TV show. Get busy
0: chiseling 30 stone tablets a second.
1: Can you turn on the cathode ray tube please? <laughs> Let it warm up.
0: All right, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go fire up my car with its internal combustion engine. <laughs> Leave us a voicemail a at nine seven two seven nine eight
1: thirty eight thirty. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, Half Hour Wasted. You can find a Half Hour Wasted uh, Facebook group. Uh, visit hhwlod.com dot com for all the other great shows on the network. Follow Frank A Rincon on Twitter. Follow the Voice HHW on, on Twitter. <coughs> Follow Brad Milo on Twitter. Follow HHWLOD underscore network on Twitter for all the latest news of new episodes from all the various shows on the network.
3: You know, uh, when this show ends, we will be doing the last Los podcast. Hermanos. It's oh, yeah? Breaking bad. I'm still trying to catch up. I'm 11
0: episodes into <laughs> season three. So I've almost made it to season four. So I'm pretty happy about that. It's good. I've only got half the series to go. I'm not going to make it in the next two weeks, I can tell you that.
1: My friend Kevin Wright keeps talking about how good Breaking Bad is. and he's, Man. he's like, have you seen? No, you don't watch it. Oh, why don't you watch it? And I said, just tell me. He goes, no, I'm not spoiling it for you because you're going to watch it one day. And Someday. I'm like, you know what? You know what? I've never I'm had it to the point now where. I kinda of don't want to watch it. I've never had anybody media because it's been the shield so, for me. Because it's been so hyped up. <laughs> yeah. It cannot live up to it. So I know. You
0: Metac- will see I'm gonna watch it and, it and go, go, eh. Yeah. According to Metacritic, which is a you know, an amalgamation of all the major critics out there in the universe, yeah. Metacritic grades it on a scale of one hundred Metacritic gives it a
1: 99. It There's is the, no way it's going to live up is, to that. It for is me. the highest-rated show I, in the history of television. I would television. expect to watch each episode and just be a, a wriggling puddle of jello at the end of each episode. It, it, it,
3: it, it watching Breaking Bad is a lot like watching a sporting event, an amazing sporting event live. It is amazing you are watching it. It is there you are partaking in it. It is wow. The second that event is over, all you can do is reminisce about it into good memories. See, so, the someone, is- and someone can go back and kind of say, well, I had that game. I can watch it. Um, I, you know, Here's the game. Watch the game. And they can watch it, but they will not relive it the same way you did when you were watching it when it was coming out.
2: Yeah.
0: I, I can't imagine ever going back and watching the series a second time. Lots of people will.
3: It it can be rewatched, but it's just like it's been hyped too much. That's why I'm waiting so
1: long to watch Lost because I want to forget as much as possible before I watch it again. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap this up. Here is uh, Oklahoma by The Call from 1986.
2: Nice one. One, two, one, two, three. In our beds that night. There were strangers in the streets that night. The preacher cried out, Hail's been raised. The preacher cried out, Hail's been raised. Another hot Oklahoma night. Another hot Oklahoma night. The kind of night where you just sit still. The kind of night where you just don't move. We were shaking in our beds that night. We were shaking in our boots that night Raised up The ground broke open, the dead were raised The canonite leads are such a spook. Oh, no, yeah.